Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Alan Minoian. He serves as the City of Auburn's Economic Development Specialist. He is a native of Lowell, Massachusetts. We will not hold that against him, at least in the beginning of the show. <laughs> and he's been practicing the profession of municipal urban planning, downtown revitalization, place-based economic development, commercial lending and banking and heritage, and cultural tourism throughout New England for 25 years. That is a lot of stuff. Alan, how are you? I'm very well, Matty. Good to be here with you this morning. Well, good to good to have you. Thanks for mm-hmm. thanks for having me. Now, how do you decide to you know become a, a specialist on developing uh, on economic development? Do you just mm-hmm. wake up one morning and be like, you know what, I think I'm, <laughs> I want to specialize in developing economies? What do you think? Yeah, it sounds good. It sounds like a good dream to reach. How's that work? All right, economic development is a uh, an interesting and really uh, you know uh, very rewarding uh, professional engagement. But yeah, when you talk to folks that are uh, professional economic development folks, you can really come from many different sort of uh, disciplines and life experiences in it. Um, I really got connected into it because of my love of, frankly, New England, our New England cities and towns. And, um, uh, you know, being from a place like Lowell, very similar to Auburn, Lewiston, places like uh, Nashua, New Hampshire, Manchester. It was all about uh, how to reinvent, basically, and transform these what were once, you know, great mill cities and innovative mill cities that all sort of met their demise, you know, at the end of the textile uh, manufacturing and shoe manufacturing uh, economies. So you're left with these great cities, right, built on these great riverways, amazing architecture, massive mill structures, you know, great churches and great neighborhoods and they sort of uh, lost their original you know kind of uh, mission rolling so it's like how do we reinvent these places how do we transform them so that they're great places and that's what sort of you know brought me into it starting right frankly on the uh, neighborhood grassroots level and then going it's just what I decided I'd love to dedicate my profession to this type of work why Auburn Maine oh my goodness well again those of us that really sort of uh uh, you know, are, are very compelled by the great New England mill cities. I've watched Lewiston and Auburn for many years because they reminded me both places very much, you know, of where I'm from in Lowell. And uh, a lot of places have transformed themselves. You look at what has happened in some of these cities I've talked about, and even, you know, Portland and the old Port District and otherwise, and I really saw Auburn and Lewiston as the next places that are going to really emerge and I like, uh, I always gravitate to the places where, wow, where's the great new work? Where's the next place that's going to really happen to merge? And uh, that's why I was very much drawn to this place. I really see it as this is where the action's going to be for the next probably 25 years and where the, uh, the good work is really needed. So I feel very privileged and uh, I feel very honored to be here and now to be a part of the work here. Alan Minoian serves as the City of Auburn's Economic Development Specialist. We'll have more with him coming up this hour. It's The Breakfast Club on Z1055. It is 713, 
and 73 degrees. The new Z1055. New music. New music. Z. The new Z1055. That Alan is in right now. He's the city of Auburn's economic development specialist. Did you choose that title? Did they give that to you? Did you oh. guys sit around and are like, you know, <laughs> we need a title for Alan. We need an economic development specialist. Okay, here it is. Like, right. is that? No, that that was the title. That, that was that, okay. the position title uh, okay. that they advertised just, for. Just they were checking. seeking a uh, a uh, very qualified and motivated economic development specialist. And now, I said, I think I can. Uh, I think I'm I'm up for that. Now, the one thing I really like here on the bio, which, by the way, uh-huh. I, I just want to thank you. You came in not only with a bio, but you yes. came in. With, you came with a question. You're well prepared. Yes, sir. The 1887 Charles Cushman House. Yes. Th- that you you just you live there. Like I do. Is the place haunted? No, Freakiness? it's not haunted. Nothing. It's, it's just a magnificent. It's one of the great heritage assets of these cities, and that's what we were sort of talking of. The, the, these cities. Auburn mm-hmm. and Lewis, but Auburn uh, is filled. It's a it's a heritage treasure house. Uh, we just preserved the uh, the uh, 1915 bells, the historic bells of St. Louis mm-hmm. Church. The Edward Little statue we were just talking about off right. air. Franklin Simmons, uh, Franklin Simmons works in in Washington D.C. in the greatest cities of the world. He was from Lewiston, and we have his statue that he that was commissioned here. But the, uh, this is why we're doing architectural history walking tours in these neighborhoods. What we're trying to do is to show that we abandoned in very ways. We sort of, and this was done in every city in America in the 60s and 70s with urban. Everyone's like, let's get out of these old city cores. Let's go to the suburbs. Mm-hmm. That's going to be our great life, the American dream. And what we're, people are rediscovering now the architecture, the uh, heritage, the assets. This is how you rebuild the new economy of a downtown. This is what we call place-based economic development and new urbanism. Uh, so yeah, the Cushman House, If you, I'll send a picture of it to you, it'll blow your mind. It is, and, and I'm a privileged to live there. Uh, Elliot and Ellen Epstein own that property, live there. So I'm, I'm privileged to live there in Auburn and it makes my life all the more rich and wonderful here in Auburn when I can uh, live in a great heritage uh, property like that. It's cool. Much better living out in a suburb in a cul-de-sac ranch house. To that, me. Yeah, I did. To me. That's my thing. You and, know? and you're positive it's not haunted. You're positive. I Nothing am. Crazy I've been living happened. in there for two and a half years, and I don't know. Nothing. I sleep pretty well at you night. You sleep pretty well? Okay. <laughs> All right. I just, I, I, you get a check on these things, you know? You gotta, the, yes. yes. You, you wonder. You wonder. How? Uh, you've been doing this now for, for 25 years, and yes. obviously you... You were there from the the end of the 20th century into the 21st. <laughs> Scary. I might as well just stab you there, like, hey, we're doing this for 25 years, ready to go. Um, how's it evolved from uh, the 20th to the 21st well, century? Well, it has. An eco- municipal economic development has and is evolving right now. Uh, you know, uh, after World War II, they built all the interstate highway system, and we embraced in America an auto-oriented lifestyle completely. It was about the suburbs. So... Uh, economic development became what I call the economics of space, as opposed to the economics of place, which we are doing now. And the economics of space was simply, uh, yeah, find me a big pad site somewhere out in some greenfield location. I'm going to be, see, we, we, we develop pad sites, not places. I work and live in a pad out off, and just tell me what the traffic counts are. And uh, We're all frogs. build this yes. thing. It doesn't matter if the place has any, uh, you know, uh, personality. Any co- all I need is this big space with a big parking lot. 
you know, with asphalt, and we'll all drive there from wherever we are. It doesn't matter. And, uh, you know, we were, and this was uh, how we did economic development uh, back then. Uh, this was fine. But what we have come to realize, Matt, is it's not sustainable. It, it bleeds the taxpayers dry in the long run. And say a place like Auburn, it has 67 square miles, which is really extraordinary for a New England town. You seldom see a New England town with that much land area. So there was here we sit on Center Street, right? This was a two-lane dirt road up until the 1970s. I'm sorry. It was a two-lane road up until the 1970s. There was very little out here. This house we're sitting in where your station is was, you know. And uh, we just sprawled development out. Development. We thought, this is great. This is fine. Now we're realizing a generous tool. Uh, can we keep maintaining all these roads out here? Is there, can we plow them? Can we sand them? We have to police them. We need more fire protection. We're going to keep spreading out further and further, and, further, and we have to maintain this. We have to raise taxes now because we keep spreading out geographically. Uh, is this sustainable? Is this becoming too costly? And the fact is, it is. So we're realizing now, boy, maybe the great future and the great place to capture value and escalate value and create a new lifestyle for folks is back the traditional way we did it in New England with these great downtown centers, town centers. And the whole thing is, I think we can live close to each other again and we can make it work, you know? And this goes with business too. So many now businesses and enterprises saying, Gee, we'd love it if we could put our business location or our company closer to where people live. Wouldn't it be wild if, no, I won't go that far to say if you could walk there, but a lot of people do live in downtowns so they can actually walk to their place of business and go out at night and all this. So it's changing, but not to say that's, it's just going to bring it more into balance. We're going to do both now, whereas in many ways we sort of, kind of let go of the urban downtown thing. Now it's just like, let's bring balance back to it. We just finished a new 100-acre industrial park in Auburn. It's going to be greatly successful. So we're going to get very good at doing both again. Let's do downtown development, make it great, and really add value there where all the infrastructure is, all the roads are there. You don't got to build new stuff or dig up. Let's do both well. So that's where it's all going now, which is great and good for the taxpayers. This mm. place isn't haunted, by the way. Just no, so you know, you were talking. Boy, about you're really on this haunted jet. Yeah, I know. I just wow. I want to. I want to make sure. You like, have to come you're, uh, one you're night going, on my uh, evening lantern tours in downtown Auburn. I'm going to have to this I, uh, fall. That sounds like a fun time. <laughs> Alan Minoyan serves as the city of Auburn's economic development specialist. He lives in a house that's not haunted. We've already <laughs> talked about that, and we've talked about all sorts of other stuff as well. We'll have a couple more segments here with him this hour. And a reminder that this hour of the Breakfast Club is. Brought to you by the Cavu Cafe. Anyone listening to me on the Breakfast Club knows I love food. And if you can't tell that, well, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe get your eyes checked. And that's why I go to the Cavu Cafe. I like to I like to fly right in there. Not with a plane or anything like that. But uh, they have an early bird breakfast from 7, it's from at 7 a.m. 7 to 8 a.m. actually. And for only $3, you can get eggs your way, bacon and toast. Or you can get pancakes and bacon. They got a very unique breakfast menu. Go check it out online cavudining.com or give them a call and call ahead and pick it up 241-2484 fly right into the cavu cafe it's 728 71 degrees on the z need good transportation but have bad credit or no credit row special credit five five that's the name of the song he didn't like uh they didn't like hologram him in or anything like that 737 70 degrees al minoian 
He sounds like he drinks a lot of coffee, but he's never had a drop. That's right. I've never had a sip of coffee in my life. I can't imagine how fired up you'd be if somebody like gave you a little right. coffee. It's, like, uh, I, I, the, the thought frightens me even, you know. So. <laughs> I could better not do that. I can imagine that. I can imagine that. What is the uh, what is the state of downtown Auburn today? Yes. Downtown Auburn, uh, you know, has a great uh, history. Again, though, like uh, all downtowns in America, you know, uh, downtown Auburn, uh, a lot of people, again, did the suburban kind of flight thing starting in the 60s. And then downtown Auburn experienced urban renewal in the 60s, which they thought was great. And the whole idea was, hey, let's demolish every building in the down. And but this was done in every American downtown. And it was terrible. Uh, so and now the thing with downtown Auburn is even at its height, Maddie, it was never a large downtown. It's only about two blocks long, you know, a block wide, even at its heyday in the 1920s and 30s. Um, so when they did the urban renewal there, they, to, in my opinion, they went a little too far with it. And then they did something to me really radical. They actually eliminated on-street parking on Court Street. And when you eliminate on-street parking in a downtown, it can no longer function as a traditional downtown with retail merchants. And I won't get too deep into that urban planning stuff. But... All that was done. Now, though, in the 1980s, you had uh, good folks like my boss, Roland Miller, and others. They saved all the great historic buildings on Main Street, the Roke Block, the Phoenix Block, where Gritty's is. All that. So that was great. In the 1990s, they did the ADAP plan, and, and that was the big downtown master plan. Good stuff. Built Festival Plaza, you know, in the early 2000s. So all this was good. But unfortunately, because the functional basics of the street were sort of taken apart the place to the and to this day we don't have a large retailer merchant community in downtown auburn so the state of it today is you have a lot of street level space good space that was taken up by professional offices and such and when you do that you sort of the the, the sidewalk vitality of the place is sort of lost and any of us, all of us know, we love, any of us say, oh, I love going to that downtown. I say, why? Why do you like going to this particular town? Oh, the sidewalk life is just cool. It's vibrant and active, and there's like this variety of experiences. We love it. This is what we have to start getting downtown Auburn back to. This is my specialty. I'm a downtown redevelopment guy. And so we're working with all our property owners downtown. We're going to try to get these street-level spaces opened up. We really do have to start addressing to get more on-street parking back in the downtown. And then the big thing is zoning. A lot of people don't realize, and normal people don't, which they shouldn't think about zoning because only us, you know. But the zoning in that downtown right now has delivered a building and street pattern where the buildings sort of detach and disconnect from the sidewalk. We're doing right now a form-based code. And if anyone out there wants to know, what did he just say? Just Google, if you have a chance, form-based code. You'll come to the Form-Based Code Institute website, which I am a proud graduate of, the inaugural class in 2005. Uh, you'll see it's a whole new innovative zoning technique that brings back the built form, the contextual built form of the buildings and streets and what it is going back to the wisdom that our forefathers knew. Maddie, I'll put it this way. Isn't it cool? The best downtowns we like going to and lingering and spending time in, therefore spending our money in, 
of the places that were all designed before there was zoning and planning boards. It's the right when you go to the old port, right? Everything you see down there was built and developed before there was zoning and planning boards. And all they knew back then how to do it. So we're blessed in New England. It's like we have the patent book. Let's go back to our natural indigenous way of building great streets and buildings. That's what, and I'm very proud of our planning board right now. We're working with our city council and Mayor Labonte, and all of them have supported us in this. So we're really ready to start transforming Auburn back to its great traditional place as the great social gathering place. The place where you say, I don't want to just get through this place as fast as I can. I never want to leave this place. And that's what we call place-based economics. See that goes. That's that's a uh, that's really good stuff because you know when I grew up in in little rural areas, mm. I prefer not being around people. That's just kind of how I am. Sure, but uh, <laughs> just how it works. Mm. But when I was a kid and I actually did like people, um, <laughs> it was nice to come down to Auburn and, and hang out and yes. do stuff. You and know, that, and now right. you, you in, in go to the mall or do whatever. You know, whatever teenagers do, and you know, for something like that to happen. Right. You need exactly what you were just talking right. about. Right. Like I give you a quick example. Right. It's all about walking, wanting to walk. Right. Uh, the historic engine house that sits on the corner of Spring and Court Street. We're real. It's a great building. We're working with the property owner Peter Bishop, great man. We're trying to get new businesses in there, do something cool in there. Every time we get someone a prospect, look at, they go, "Oh no, it's great." All, but uh, where's the parking lot? It's like, well, no. Uh, you know, this is a downtown, so you can you know park on the street, or we have a great parking garage. You know, right behind City Hall. Oh no, well that. Oh, that's a long way. You can't do that. I said, well, how long of a walk is it from the parking garage behind City Hall to the corner of Spring Street, that building? Well, I don't know. Well, I know, Maddie, because I have no life. And this is what I do when I actually do time distance walk studies. And then I tell them it's exactly a three minute walk. Oh, well, that. and I said, OK, do you like going to downtown Brunswick at night? People, oh, yeah, we always go down there. I said, is it acceptable to you? To, are you okay walking three minutes on the sidewalk? How about people go to Beach and, and, and park wherever, right, right. and then they walk all over right. the place? And the point is to say, oh, no, well, that's why we go down there to park the car, get it out of our lives, and we go and just walk around this place and have these spontaneous experiences and, and mm -hmm. enjoy the day. I say, why don't you look at downtown Arbor? Well, well I don't want to walk around downtown Arbor. Well, this is it. So it's a mindset, but it has to do with the functional form of the place. We have to get people comfortable saying, Park your car somewhere in downtown and get rid of it and feel comfortable walking around. You know why they don't feel comfortable walking around? Because there's no on-street parking. The trucks and cars are too close to you on the sidewalk. It's very intense and fast. You say, I physically, viscerally, my body, I don't feel comfortable doing this. It's a little too intense. So I just want to park my car in a parking lot where I'm going, fall out of my car, go into that place, do what I'm doing, get back in my car and get out of here. That's not good economics. So that's what we're changing, and that's, you know, where downtown arms going. And I'm again just glad and privileged to be here to start advancing this. You know what? Great I would, renaissance. I, I would suggest actually. You know how in Gilligan's Island it was always a three-hour tour. <laughs> you could do a three-minute walk. Three-minute walk. There you go. Alan Minoian, he's the city of Auburn's economic development specialist. I'll have more of them coming up. It's a Breakfast Club Z1055. <laughs> The news continues now on the area's only local radio station. 69 degrees, 752. Final segment with Alan Minoian. He's the City of Auburn's Economic Development Specialist. 
You know, how would you characterize the, and just kind of recapping, if you've missed the rest of this interview, please go to our website after the show, Z1055.com. It'll all be right there in podcast form. And you can join the hundreds of people that download each, uh, each week. How would you characterize the uh, future prospects for downtown Auburn? This will probably be the, the last question for us, but uh, yeah. it sounds like you're pretty, uh, pretty high on it. I am. It's uh, the, fu- the future prospects to me are very, very favorable and bright because, you know, the folks that came before us really, uh, you know, took good care of the place. The place has, as we say, good DNA or good bones all the sort of uh, fundamentals in terms of its physical form are there. The city has an incredible heart. This city is, uh, you know, the community is strong here. There's great connectivity, and there's a great sense of devotion. The people are so deeply devoted to this city. So what's it, what it's really going to take, you know, Maddie, for us to be successful in downtown, as I've said for many years, and I've done a lot of downtown redevelopment it is not going to be alan menoy and the economic development specialist that saves or turns around downtown auburn or uh, just the uh, government it's going to be the citizens and the people and that's why what we do as urban planners and economic development people we have to really do everything to advanced citizen participatory planning and development there is such a broad range of talent in these cities, highly accomplished people, creative people, uh, amazing entrepreneurial people, um, people that have traveled the world and continue to travel the world. So you have the greatest consulting you know, team of force, in the world, and it's the people and the citizens. So what we have to do, good professionals, is do this so that the citizens can, uh, we gotta set up frameworks and platforms so it's really the citizens, the people, uh, the taxpayers that are engaging in planning and designing this future place. I've often said the wisdom, the real wisdom and knowledge lies out in the neighborhoods and with the people. We all know what great places are. We go to them all the time. <laughs> and sometimes it's hard. The hardest thing to do is to sort of see that in your own place and home. That's why I do a lot of architectural walking tours and things. I'm trying to get people back out there on the streets. You can't do good planning sitting in uh, meeting rooms looking at plans and maps. You have to get out into the neighborhoods and streets and do that with people. And then they really lead the way. The, The knowledge and wisdom is with the people. So that's the greatest asset and resource here. And, uh, I, again, I feel very fortunate to be in a place like this. And uh, so the prospects to me are, are so bright. The timing is right. And again, the whole wave of new urbanism is here now. Young people, professional people, empty nesters. So many people want to come back and not just go to shop downtown. They actually want to live back in very livable downtown neighborhoods where they can walk, where they can know their neighbors, go out at night and just do all this stuff. So, my God. You know, it's uh, there's no more wonderful place, and I see no brighter prospects than Auburn, Maine. Al Minoian, he's the Auburn, he's Auburn's economic development specialist, and now you see why. Thank you, and we'll see you soon. Seven fifty-six, sixty-nine degrees. Breakfast Club Z one zero five five. The Breakfast Club. This is your sports flash for Thursday, July twenty. 20-
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.